Hi guys, Lisa and Owen here, aka Betty and the Yeti. Uh, you're joining us again for episode two. Uh, oh, I shouldn't probably do that. That's like a thing for you guys, right? <laughs> uh, it's more of the just the middle finger most of the time. Okay, um, I won't do that. Unless you're Winston Churchill and it's victories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not Winston Churchill, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, so again, thanks for joining us this week. We're very excited. We had a lot of really good feedback about the podcast from the one we did, even if it's a pilot yeah. episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Even with the bad audio quality. <laughs> We're getting there. You'll see cameras are better. Mics are better. We're getting there. Um, again, you'll find in the description below uh, the, our website and email address that you can send us ideas if you would like to be on the show we're definitely encouraging guests we have some lined up we wanted to kind of get a feel for for how we are going to work together before we have guests on so but of course oh my gosh submit it like if you have something you want to talk about or you just want to hang out with us feel free we'll send you we'll we'll contact you and go from there yeah these are so, the episodes yeah <laughs> in the warm-up stretch um, it out yeah so uh today's topic uh, we're going to kind of round about but we're talking about trials and tribulations um of being in tech being a support person we're not i mean i know we're in a different capacity now as far as support because we work for a company but you know we were in tech and education and i think that no matter a small school big school company corporation you know whatever tech support is tech support it all comes with the same sort of yeah issues problems whatever it's, it's well, all the same i can yeah. almost guarantee as well that when we start talking about some of our stuff everybody's going to relate to i'll be surprised if nobody relates <laughs> oh my gosh it, it, absolutely i mean i've been with, uh, I mean, in my community of friends that a lot of us are in the same industry, uh, it doesn't matter, but we're all in talking about being in the same industry. We are, you know, in different aspects of it. It's all the same. Whenever we go have beers and we're talking like, yes, I, that's the same. I hate that. Like it's all the same. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. So, um, again, we're going to do the question format. We're going to kind of pose some questions back and forth to each other. Um, and just I'm kind of see sense. where the stories take us. Oh, <laughs> you always like to go, like, I want to make a very inappropriate joke. I'm not. You're always like, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, you uh, go I'm, first. I'm, you, go, you go first. No, yeah, no, no, no. You go I'm first. Asking you, I'm asking you the question. That's what I'm like. You're answering first. That's what I'm Okay, asking. go ahead. So, what is your biggest triumph in your career? <clears throat> I think I have two actually to talk about. Um, the biggest one I definitely am most proud of is having, I guess it's kind of, if not like one singular, it, it's kind of a series of events that led up to what it, it is. But uh, when I worked at a, like I said, last time I worked at a small school district that was limited in as far as the technology that it had there. But for me, bringing in the um, network that I did, especially right before I left with the 
um, you know, changing out old copper lines to uh, fiber backbone and burying them so they wouldn't constantly begin getting cut. And the sand servers that went in and the, the backup and redundant systems and just how competitive I made a, and for those of you that are here in the States, you're going to understand what 1A, 2A, we have these system, um, it's a, it's a system of telling the sides of a school district. So for you that you may not understand what that is, a very large school district could be considered like a 5A or 6A, whereas a very, very small school district, very rural, would be like a 1A or 2A. So we, at the time I was there, I was a 1A, and then we kind of went up to a 2A. Is that, is that base, does that affect funding then on based on what oh, A yeah. you are on? Oh yeah, it's is a that, number of students. Yeah, it's a number but of students you how do you get defined? Have. How do you get defined as to what A you are? Number of students, number of students that you have. So it's like, okay. um, you know, 500 students to 1,000 students to 2,000. It depends. And it, and it also affects, like, who you play in sports as well. And so, oh, really? for, <clears throat> oh yeah, um, because you don't want, like, in a 1A school to play a 5A school, but it happens. So it, in sports, especially in, like, UIL, which is the academic side of it, you'll find that schools, once they get to the state level, once they've kind of shook out, they sometimes are like a 1A or 2A or play a 5A. But you don't want them to have that initial because the 1A would never do really well because the bigger school districts have a bigger pool of kids that they're, you know, they're playing with. And um, that must will... Big, must be a bigger success story, though, if a 1A beats a, a top A school. Oh, yeah, they make <laughs> movies about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, there's a ton of movies. Uh, yeah, the underdog. Like, they're, you know, um, well, I mean, we have school districts here, they, ca they call it Ironman football, um, where it's six-man um, that you have kids. that They play defense and <laughs> offense because the school is so small. It's six-man football. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy that they do that. So uh, for... For smaller school districts, you know, you're limited by funds, you're limited by what you can give students. And I think for me, taking my school district from where it was and making it competitive against other school districts that were five and six A, and we were using the same technology as them and the same curriculum and the same things, even to the point where when we went one-to-one -one with Chromebooks where I, I really was a very, very early adopter of this. Uh, I saw kind of where we were going with our curriculum and teaching. Um, a lot of these school districts that were bigger than us were actually sending representatives to our school to learn how we had done it. And that was a huge compliment to me every time I had a superintendent or principal call me from a bigger school district that said, we heard you went one-to-one -one with Chromebooks. It was your program was going really well. I'd like to send my tech guy over to you to learn how you did it and, and go from there. So that, that for me, those phone calls, I know it's not like a singular, but it kind of is, really was my biggest like, you know, yeah. a pat on the back that I did something that made ripples in our community and out that people wanted to come and learn how we had done it. Yeah, and then do it in their system and so yeah that's that's mine we so didn't cheesy. edit that out by the way she just flowed straight no, in totally there was totally no like oh my god what do we do we flow yeah second one um this can sound like i said it's gonna be super cheesy the career change 
having the courage to leave a very stable, you know, seven to what, well, if you're in education, there's no nine to five. It's like <laughs> six thirty to six. It's a very long job, but that security blanket of a job that it was to move into this industry and take the chance with Cento was very scary for me. Um, and oh, my family. That was scary for me as well. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and, you know, being in my 40s and making that change to take a chance on it, I'm glad I did. Oh, I'm so glad I did. But that was, I'm very proud of myself for not kind of going, mm, I'm going to stay, I'm safe and secure to, to kind of taking the chance on that. So really that's my second one is, is kind of being here in this moment right now is, yeah. is, is kind of a big deal for, for, for me personally, um, from where I was. I think, I think coming in, coming into out of, because we're both sort of from the same background of going out of a, out of state schools respectively. And we're basically now coming to the private sector. The biggest difference I've noticed after coming out of there is the freedom to. It sounds a bit weird because it's IT. It sounds a bit weird because you're saying it in the IT, but you know, way better way more being able to express yourself mm -hmm. in an IT sort of way, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm having a bit more, um, a bit more. Uh, I can't, I can't think of the word now. You're going to have to edit this bit out. <laughs> this is like freedom, like, yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not having more freedom to sit there and not not worry about someone watching over, watching over my back. I've got a lot more freedom now of doing what I think needs to be done. Obviously, we still communicate with everybody else, mm -hmm. but it's just nice having that freedom. And as long as they, long, long as I'm doing my job, what's, what's the problem? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. There's no no issue as long as as long as we're doing our job and we're doing it properly and we're doing it effectively. I think I understand. It's more having someone, oh, and that it annoyed me so much mm. to have an administrator that knows nothing about technology at all, micromanaging the mm. tech side of it and saying and offering like, oh, what are you doing? And and it's that old adage of. If it's working all the time, people wonder what you do all day. And if it's not working, people wonder what you do all day. It, it, just because you can't see any of the changes that I'm doing on the back end or keeping the servers running or anything like that, you know, it, it's there's a constant flow in having someone come into my office and, and be like, well, it seems like you're, you don't, you know, everything's running smooth. All the copiers are working and everybody's happy. You must not be doing anything right now. And not understanding that to get to that <laughs> point, there's so much stuff that goes yeah. with that to get to the point where everything is running and all, you know, um, that bugged the crud out of me, you know? <laughs> I mean, do you do that? Okay. And this is a, a sidebar question for sure like something you've done a thousand times you're yeah. you've seen the issue you know how to fix it but if someone is like over your shoulder watching you you can't really like yeah you suddenly <laughs> get your brain goes into mush as well and you start yes. making those typo mistakes yeah or you you don't go to it as quickly and yeah. and i find that inevitably the person will leave and i'll fix it right then 
like I can't fix it if they're watching me. I don't know. It's the uh, whole I call that brain fart. Yeah, it's Schrodinger's cat, like for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if they're watching me, I can't. And then as soon as they leave, I got it. Um, <laughs> I, I used to, you know, I, I run into that a lot of like someone who obviously does not is not very tech savvy. I don't know what the word is for it that I want to use there, but you'll, it's something yeah, you're fixing tech, and you they're know, just like fine. right up on you. Like, oh, I'm watching, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah. really? Cause you're going <laughs> to come back and, and fix this later after me. And it makes me nervous. It also works, works the other way around where you'll get, I used to get it. I still get it now, actually. His problem did reoccur in the end, but <laughs> when, when you get, when they phone you up and they have a problem and it sounds really dire and you go down to see them, and as soon as you get down there, it's working again. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Printers. The amount of times that you get your air printers or printers. Anything, printers. Anything. Mm. Yeah. You come down there and it's like working again. You're like they're like, well, it's because it knew you were coming down. You mm. get that all the time. <laughs> or the whole turning it off and turning it back on, and that is not something we tell people. That's just to like blow them off. Like you turn it off and turn it back on is like magic. Yeah. It fixes it sometimes. Like for real. Hang on a sec. Did you eat all the Dorito? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I basically mid-flow then and you stopped me. But that is awesome. Where are the Doritos? <laughs> I ate them all off. <laughs> um, so uh, you asked me about my triumph and kind of sidebarred, but we are going to talk about like pet peeves and different things because I'm sure as a lot of you, when I said printers, I, I think 90% of our, our audience was like, oh, printers. Um, so let's circle back, we'll come back to that. Um, so I talked about my triumph, so now you can talk about your triumph. Um, um, it's kind of difficult to choose one really. Um, probably my favorite is Again, a reference back to the old podcast. I was, like, I was, talking, about, <laughs> I was talking about the um, the secondary school that I went to mm-hmm. and the BSF project that was there. So when I started off at that school, they were in a, a dump of a building. It was a big school as well. I mean, for the area, it was, I think it's 1,000, 1,200 pupils, which probably is small in comparison to schools in the US. But... It was 1,200 pupils, <clears throat> and I think it is the biggest in the area. Mm-hmm. could be wrong on that one. It's around the biggest. And they're in a tiny little building. must have been designed for 800 kids, tops. And so there was, like, loads of um, caddy sharks. And it was a absolute mess from an IT's perspective. They had kit in there that hadn't been updated in eight or nine years. Oh there were, oh, it was um, dire. I walked into the IT office. Now the school had two, I was, I was still hired by the local authority and the school had paid the local authority to have me five days a week. And they had two technicians in there that the school had hired themselves. So they were, com- they went, they were completely separate to the LA. And <clears throat> I was going to be a sort of supervisor over these two. And I walked into their IT office. I kid you not, you know, the scene out of, um, I think it's a dark night. <laughs> and he goes, they goes into the back cave 
Yeah. It literally walked through the door. It was like the Batcave. It was sunny outside the day I went in there, but they had these great big blackout blinds down. The room was pitch black in there. <laughs> there was broken computer. The room was massive. For an, for an IT office, it was the biggest IT office for three people I've ever seen <laughs> in a school. Because wow. normally, it's a little tiny... Yeah, like cupboard. <laughs> the office nobody wants. Like They're yeah. just like, we'll yeah. give it to the tech. Yeah. Uh, exactly it's usually like that but this office was it was easily the best hotel but it had it looked like a teenager's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> there were cardboard boxes everywhere i'm kind of deviating away from my story a bit here but I, that, so there was cardboard boxes everywhere and i went oh my god what have i let myself in for and this was just the first day i hadn't seen much of the rest of the school and um, i walked into this room i went oh dear <clears throat> what's going on <laughs> yeah. the whole place was a mess i was thinking if it's like this in here it's gonna be like this across the rest of the school lo and behold i was right now for me it gives the wrong impression if your office is a mess your it office is a mess your it in your school is going to be a mess that's the way i look at things if your it office is a mess the rest of it's going to be a mess and every school where I've seen an IT office like that and then gone to see the state of the kit, I've been right. There's only been a couple of examples where I've been wrong, but I've probably been unfair to the wrong ones because they were probably in the middle of a project or a transfer or something like that. Right. But I've been into four different secondary schools where the IT office was a mess. That stick in my mind. And with that the school's IT equipment was shoddy poorly looked after and I just think it gives a bad impression as well when your office is a mess when you're having people coming in it's not professional in my own. so the first job day one that office got ripped out the way the off desks were positioned everyone was hiding their screens mm -hmm. which if you were dealing with safeguarding issues would be understandable but there was it, it was too obvious they were hiding it, that people were hiding their screens in there. So it was a case of switching it all around, letting that bloody lighting, getting the office cleared out. That office was transformed. You could easily, when I when 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 we finished, you could easily fit fit six people in there, maybe wow. seven. It would have been a squeeze, but you could have easily Still, fit yeah. in there. Um, but it gave us loads of room for a workbench because we had a big project going on. BS, the, the BSF project is was massive, <clears throat> and the school, the school's kit was dire, diabolical, um, and the school's opinion of my of the ICT service of the local authority that were providing was they hated the local authority. I met with every single subject leader at the school, and every single one of them said the same thing: hate the IT in this school. So it was my job. To change that opinion i said to every single one says i promise you in the next three months your opinion will be different and i booked in a meeting with all three of them, all of them again in three months time and every single one of them their opinion changed straight away what a difference it had made because we cleaned up mm -hmm. all the kit we we got all the machines up to the machines they had i mean then we're talking doll dell optiplex 330s oh my gosh yeah, did we all have those Does oh, yeah. it, 
Like every school district in the entire world that we all have those daggum Dell Optiplex. Were these the ones that were like the flat and they you lifted the lid like this? And yeah, they that were, silver, silver lid. Uh huh. The fuck and it popped up. Everyone <laughs> yeah, every every single school district had. Them. So there's three thirties and there were seven. Seven, seven, twenty. It was like seven sixties or something. I think yeah. seven sixties. They had the buttons on the side. You push the buttons, and it like, yeah. Yes, we had a because mm -hmm. they look all look the same. The three thirties, seven sixties, and I think there were seven twenties mm -hmm. as well. They all look the same, and they were horrible pieces of machines. We yeah. found chicken bones in a computer. <laughs> chicken bones. I was like, how have chicken bones got in a computer? <laughs> How long have you left these like this? <laughs> another computer, another a suite of computers, about 20, 30 computers in a room. Dust about this thick. Oh my gosh, like it's like, like a carpet, you, like, you can peel it off. And, yeah, I was yeah. like, that, for this to happen, it has to have been left like this for years. No wonder the opinion is so bad. Yeah. So that for itself, that's just starting off in there and doing that, that for myself was an achievement. Yeah, it sounds like it. It, it, it took longer than three months. I've exaggerated a bit with three months. It actually, the opinions started changing after three months, but the opinions didn't really start ramping up until I started getting the funding for the new school that we were going mm. to be moving into and started getting all the new IT kit in. At the time, for 1,200 pupils, they had about 300 computers. They had one computer to every four students. Um and all the teachers, none of them, only the senior team had laptops that they took home. So by the time, so when we got to moving into this new school, we'd increased their kit from 300 to, I can't remember if it was 700 or 900. Oh, wow. So it was a big jump. My replacement will correct me if he watches or listens. To this. <laughs> it's a, put in the comments. Uh, put it in the comments because I can't yeah. remember how many it was. I'm, I've got a feeling it was 900, but it's probably 700. Um, and then every single teacher had a Lenovo. You know, did you ever have the Lenovo Yoga 14-inch ones? They were black ThinkPad ones. Mm -mm, no. I'm not sure, sure Lenovo is as popular a brand over there. Um, for me, Lenovo, because I love, I really, I'm a Lenovo girl. They're easy to repair. I, yeah, I, that's kind of, that's... I'm very hands-on, but our Chromebooks were Lenovo, like, because this, I was in 21, so that's how early adopter, I don't know yeah. what they are now, but as far as in-house repairs from Lenovo, those are the best. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, we had pretty much all Lenovo's. I can't even think of a brand. When I started, actually, when I started there, they were actually in the middle of about to put, they were about to purchase all the devices for the new school. So this is when I started at the school and they were about to, and this is what, they were about to get absolutely ripped off by Dell. <laughs> and they were, they were, yeah, really, really, yeah. They, they were going for, it's good, but if they'd gone down that path, they would have only ended up in the school with 300 devices in total if they'd gone down mm. that path. Whereas we went down the Lenovo route with a lot of bartering and we doubled, if not more, of their devices. Nice. I mean, it, it, I mean, it sounds like it was a complete flip of yeah, yeah, everything. I mean, and think about the students that were involved, like before they were really struggling and now after like they had all this access to everything. It just, it, it makes you proud to know that you are making these changes that affect a lot of people, you know? The, the, I mean, the biggest triumph of it all um, is the fact that 
we'd moved into that school. So the, obviously all the other secondary schools in the area had moved in. And most of them had had a big hiccup on the day of move, moving in. Not all of them had a big hiccup, but most of them had a bigger hiccup, an IT hiccup that had happened. And had, something had gone majorly wrong and they were unable to do their IT stuff for so many days on the first day back. And I'd said that on the first day the school opens, IT will be fine. And it was it was so last minute it was so last minute we did have to do a bodge job on the wi-fi mm-hmm. but it didn't matter it worked right oh <laughs> everything God. worked everything. late so many i i mean countless late nights and just yeah. when things it's it's something that i say all the time about if it works right the first time i don't trust it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like oh no 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 it has to break like two or three times before we make sure that like no no it, it, it shouldn't work the first time and I think anybody in, in IT will understand that like you're like mm. yeah. <laughs> but uh and you made me think of something about cleaning out the computers because um over every summer at, uh, at my school district we had to you know, you have to clean them out. The students are gone. And I'm sure for you guys when you had breaks that it was so hard because they just collect with that amount of students and people, it collects dust, the fan pulls it in and, and cleaning those out. So the first few years I was using like those cans of air. Um, and, and then they, there was this epidemic of like people like huffing those. And so they put that bitterant agent in it. And I found I was using it and I'm just like crying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm having to take them outside. And actually I have to give credit to my husband for this one. Um, they found uh, through a series of things, cause he's in the same industry as me. It's a, a dog dryer. Like it's, it looks like a little canister that has a hose on it, and they use it for when they're drying dogs off, but it blows. It has two, it has like a high and a low and you can like, you know, you're drying dogs off and it was perfect. It had like a filter in the bottom and everything. It was perfect for blowing out computers. uh, (laughs) I bought it and I made sure, and it's something that happened a lot. All of my equipment at my school district would inevitably get used by someone else and stolen. So after a while I would start buying everything in like crazy hot pink colors because then no one wanted to use it because it was like this crazy hot pink color. I had this hot pink little canister on wheels that was a dog dryer that I would wheel over you know throughout the whole school and blow out these computers and just mask and dust going outside I hated that time I was so glad when I got um like a a student aide that I hired over the summer that was my first job I was just like guess what you get to do you get to take all the computers outside and pull them out with this thing (laughs) to get all that dust out um but that was really good because it you know if you get the fan going it could break the fan yeah we used, was... to, we used to use the air canisters as well but when i went to that when i went to the secondary school they they they, they had an air compressor yeah and i just plugged that in the air compressor and boom dust would just fly out <laughs> yeah I, I thought about that but my concern was the you know those those little plastic fan with the blades in there like yeah, yeah. It, it would break that so i was looking for something that was a little more gentle that would get there but not this can i mean i can't i must have i killed the earth all those cans of air i'm like throwing out um uh, but blowing those out but yeah i'm on fire with one of them <laughs> could you not <laughs> <laughs> But I put I had an Epson projector and the fan was the thing was open on the side. I thought it was the filter. 
and I thought the, I thought for some reason the projector was off, even though it wasn't. Blew the can. Oh. Oh. <laughs> those, was this one of those with the old school like uh, uh, light bulbs in it that? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you you could, I yeah. Thinking, I wasn't even thinking. I was just because it's such a boring job going around doing all those projectors and doing the filters. It's mm-hmm. so boring. And you just sort of get into a rhythm of doing it. And it was like one of the last ones we got there. And I was just like, was like yeah. oh. I'll that tell you cold what. air on a hot lamp <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's going to be the end of that one. Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, I, I mean, for me here, like where we talk about the Dell, every school, you still see them. They're rare now, but you still see them. Those Hitachi when they when everyone was going to those projectors those big huge hitachi yeah, like yeah. silver projectors that had the lamp the big ass bulbs that were very expensive <laughs> and you couldn't get you couldn't get any air near them or they blow up on you um, i mean now most of them are you know led so you don't have to worry about that but i was always telling people especially as i had what i lovingly refer to as my nerd herd of of people that were helping me that i'd hired i'm like wait till they cool down because if you put put cold air on there it's gonna explode on you and also you can't touch them like if you get the i think it's called lamelin so from your the oil from your fingers on that lamp when they heat up they'll crack and so i was just like don't touch it you know wear gloves all this other stuff but i mean those are super early days so every i feel like all it tech offices are kind of similar or the same where you have like those big wire racks that we all buy of equipment so that we can see it on their you know boxes or i know a lot of us like to hang the cords like in in groups of all the cords and cables that you collect various states of you know detritus of machines and repairs all over the place um it's funny because I had an administrator that always come into my office and, and just be like, oh my gosh, this place. And I'm going, are you kidding me? This is like, <laughs> this is organized. I, like I know exactly where everything is. And this is my workbench of where I do stuff. And then I would go and travel to other school districts, especially if I was doing things or helping them set up. And I would go in and be like, see, I would take pictures and send it to him. I was like, see, everybody's office looks the same. <laughs> like we all have cables because I don't, maybe that's just me, but I was always hesitant to throw away cables and stuff because I never knew when I needed that one crazy, like male to male or male to female or some crazy cable that I needed and I needed it right then. I would know where it was. Yeah. Um, so talking about, but I didn't have like some crazy cave tech office. I have been in one that was uh, just shutters like, like that. How many offices have you been in when you were, when you were a tech director? Was you always uh, in the office or did they move you around? Well, oh, this is so good. So my favorite office, I was in four different offices in the school because there was construction and they kept kind of moving me around. My favorite office was, it's a closet. No, <laughs> it was a big closet. Um, next door was a science classroom and they had done some construction and they had this huge closet for all the storage stuff for her and on the other side in this older this was like a 1940s building there was the old closet but it was still it was like office size it was really big 
And that's the only place they could put me, but I was in the high school hall and it was just, it had a good feel to it. Like it was all this crazy wood paneling. I had this desk, this really ridiculous desk that the, the guys had like, the maintenance guys had built into the office. It was like attached to the wall. So it went around the whole wall. So I had like my corner, but then like this workbench right next to me. And then behind me, I had, um, this, my husband works for a bank that they have a warehouse from, you know, this bank has been around since 1800. So they have a warehouse, all this furniture that they have over the years renovated. And it was this, oh my gosh, I haven't thought about this couch in forever. So it was this piece of furniture. It was a couch from had to be the sixties. It weighed an absolute ton like anytime anybody moved I moved this to every single office and everyone's like oh my god why does this weigh so much <laughs> it was I mean it was made of like unobtainium or something like it was this metal frame it had two leather seats on it and then like in the but it was all attached and in the middle was like a table so you could individually sit in these really cushy like leather seats and in the middle was this table you could put stuff on was so heavy but I love that couch and I, I had seen it in that warehouse and they said I could have it they donated a, the, his job donates a lot of uh, furniture like that to schools and so I had gone through and I saw this in that warehouse I was like I want that that thing is awesome <laughs> like straight out of the 60s um oh my gosh I, can't, I just I I'm thinking of all the injuries I had from this couch moving it. <laughs> and so it sat in there and on that table in the middle, I had a coffee maker, like a really nice coffee maker that um, my seniors that year had bought for me because um, they know that I loved coffee. So as they're like, thank you, Miss Nelson, for being cool. They bought me this really nice coffee maker that sat there. And it was just, I, I missed that office. It was one of those, it was set up perfectly. It was just the right size. And then I kind of bounced around to a bunch of different offices in the school until I ended up with a really massive, kind of like we were talking like space that they gave to me. But I will always miss that closet office with that ridiculous couch. <laughs> like, shipped. I, I honestly, when I don't know how we got it in, but we tried to move it out and we couldn't get it out the door. We had to like cut part of the door frame out to get this. <laughs> and what's funny is it's still at the school. The school that I used to work with, it's still in their office, that couch, because he no called me. Can't yeah, get out. He can't get it out. He goes, We tried to move it. It weighs so much. Oh my God, what is it made of? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, right? He goes, it's very comfortable, but we can't move it. It weighs so much. Um, but yeah, That's your legacy there. <laughs> it's my legacy. It's this awful thing. your memories are. <laughs> from the 60s that's still in their tech office. Let's do funniest ticket because I have it. Yeah. Um, so I know, guys, we talked about pet peeves. We kind of ran out of time on this one. So we'll circle back. You'll have to watch next episode. We'll talk about that one um because we kind of rambled about a bunch of other stuff next episode i am planning that we have someone come on the show and then we can talk to them and see if, um, yeah. if with like biggest uh like things that kind of irritated you as far as uh, things but that's a great idea for your funniest ticket um oh my gosh i have the best and it, it's not even in the school district <laughs> you're gonna love this one <laughs> i had an older teacher that uh, I loved her to death. I'm not going to say her whole name. Her name was Karen. Oh, I have two. I'll do two. 
So it was her, but it, but it works because it was, one was her and one was her daughter. So it kind of, her, her, like her lineage, her legacy, whatever you want to call it, went down to her daughter. Um, so she called me on a Saturday morning on my personal cell phone and said, Lisa, what are you doing on the internet today? I really want to watch my shows. And I was like, Karen, I'm, uh, why are you at the school trying to watch your show? She's like, I'm at home, but my internet is not working. And I just figured you were doing something on the server. And I was like, Karen, I don't control the internet. I only control the internet at the school. She literally thought that I was doing something on the server that was affecting her internet at her Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's not me you're gonna have to call and I said ISP and you could hear that like pause you know I don't know what an ISP is <laughs> like, let me I'll just come over bless her cotton socks oh my gosh so her daughter at the school uh, teachers if you have kids your, your kids always are at the school they're having to do homework in your office it just happens um, I had, was doing, she had put in a ticket. Now I didn't know her daughter was on the computer and I remoted in and I sent a message of her daughter was doing something like not inappropriate, but she, she shouldn't have been doing it. And I figured out it was her, her daughter Lauren on the computer. And so I sent a message. I was like, I can see what you're doing. <laughs> like in notepad. <laughs> and you and you could see someone hit enter and the cursor was like blinking, like they're thinking of what to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I kid you not, she goes, I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know how to respond. I was like, oh, I get no, I can't. You, I can't. Could have, you could have had so much fun. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. But just trump my ticket now. I don't know be that one. But then I will always remember that pause of that cursor and then just watching her type in, I'm so sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Whatever she was doing that was she wasn't supposed to be doing on the computer. I was like, Lauren, it's Miss Nelson. She goes, Oh my god, I'm so glad it's you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not Jesus. <laughs> oh those are yeah those are i will always always remember. that's the same that's the same girl that came to my office and told me that the printer had a menace issue she was so proud she's like miss nelson i caught it it's not working it, it said menace on there and i went in there and it was just said menus <laughs> menace. it was a menace i was like menace, what the hell is that have you have you have you had a lot of the uh, classic funny tickets of um, where they've logged a ticket and for a computer that's not switching on and it's because they haven't pressed the plug or they haven't turned it on at the button. I've had loads of them. The monitor isn't plugged in, or uh, yeah, they've yeah. kicked the cable out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many yeah, of those. Oh, the worst. I, probably. I have got a few funny tickets, but I probably can't talk about them. <laughs> But probably the funniest one that I can talk about is that, you know, I was saying before I could go off from one school to another when I was working in the seventh mm -hmm. school. I was working in one school that was on one side of town and another school that was on the other side of town. And I was here and I had a ticket coming from this other place. And they're like, 
we've we've got a classroom here. Not we're not able to teach in this classroom, and um, the computer the computer's not turning on. I'm not able to do any more work. I thought I'm just giving a quick call. What find out what's going on? I get I spoke to him. I was like, the computer's just not turning on. I can see the monitor, but the monitor's just staying black. A keyboard. I was like, well, I I know I haven't touched anything in that room, <laughs> so I had to drive. I had to drive down there. And I kid you not, I walked into the room, looked under the desk, the computer wasn't there anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I was like, well, where's the computer? <laughs> and yeah. she goes, she goes, it's there. And she's pointing to the monitor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not the computer, that's the screen. Where's the computer? There's a big black box down there. Mm-hmm. And bless her, she taking it out and put it in the cupboard. <laughs> it was in the way. <laughs> I was like, eh? Really? Oh, like, that's good. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's your there's your problem. <laughs> we're gonna, thinking, we're gonna I, need to pull that back out. I was thinking you must have had one massive brain fart this morning to be doing that. <laughs> oh that's a brain fart of epic scales. To <laughs> be like, uh, this isn't my. What is big box down here? <laughs> Gonna move it out, put it up. Well, I went into the re- I went into the reception area and told them what happened, and the whole they just burst out laughing. The, the, we were just in hysteric for ages at that. Um, I think that we should. Uh, this is one of those episodes. Like I think going forward, as we have people on, I think that should be a question we ask: is like your favorite like what's your favorite ticket or support call because we're all gonna it's like me like I'm so sorry Jesus like I will always remember that one like everyone's gonna have their their ones that they were just like what like no like how why would you yeah um Thanks so much, everybody. I'm so glad that you have joined us again for this next episode. You see what this is. It's just us talking. Um, that We're having a conversation. We're going to try to have some sort of structure to it. But really, I mean, that's what's the fun in that? Like, I, I think once we kind of have a premise and just start talking about it, that's, you know, yeah, it's just I mean, us I'm hanging not, out. So. Me personally, I'm practicing and warming up. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean. I'm I'm not a great talker to be honest with you. Oh no, you're doing I ran, fine. I ran, I ran, I'll do it. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, using, I'm, I'm using this. I'm using this for um, self improvement. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that's that. That's what I'm using this for. So good. But um, this is this is the podcast. Is that we're gonna talk? We're gonna have people in. Uh, that's why we want to get other people that we are know and work with and have conversations. Um, so going forward, that's what it is. As per usual, I have to do all of the 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 the, the normal thing. Please like and subscribe us on YouTube. We are now across all platforms for podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We're on you everything, right? It. You name it, we're on everything. We are I on everything. Waiting. As of today, which is Friday the 22nd, mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for approval from Google that everything else out there, yep. we're on it. 
we're on all those platforms. We have Betty and the Yeti uh, website, bettyandtheyeti.com. We'll put that in the links below. Uh, check that out for more podcasts. And of course, our email address will be in there as well for the website and for the show for you to send us ideas or if you'd like to be on the show please check that information out below. Um, yeah. So again, thank you so much for joining us on this one. And we both, um, myself and Owen look forward to next week that we get to hang out with you again and, um, have a, cause this will go be going out next week, but we're filming this before the long weekend. So have a nice long weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>